I want to talk to you about music and gender, because obviously David Bowie, Mick Jagger, Freddie Mercury, they've always manipulated gender in, in their appearance and how, how they are. Now it's been pushed even further. You mentioned Harry Styles earlier on, people like Lil Nas, but also, you know, Billy Porter, there's so many people pushing the whole agenda of, I can wear women's clothes, but I may not be gay. There are people pushing the agenda by saying, I, I don't want to change, I don't want to be trans, but I'm blurring when you look at me in some shots, I could be anything. How do you feel about it? I think it's amazing because it has such a trickle down effect onto the way that every like kind of normal quotation mark normal people like me like you like anyone it gives us both a kind of a strength but also permission to express ourselves in a similar way where we can be like I don't I don't know how to say but like how we can express ourselves in the way that like we can wear what we want for whatever reason we want whether there is a, maybe there's no reason we just want to dress like that and it doesn't even have to be as deep as it being about gender like you said you can be a straight man who just wants to dress a certain way I think it just grants people permission but also kind of like strength to do that as well and um and it just it normalizes it as well it's like I, I've noticed such a shift in the way that I've been treated throughout my life in the way that I present in a way that like I kind of get envious when I look back at how I was treated in school and how I dressed and like how the things I was bullied for the way I dressed in school now all the straight boys dress like that which actually kind of pisses me off and I feel like it's kind of like a almost it's a bit of like a, a, a very minor cultural appropriation in the way that like I feel like a lot of straight boys like toxic ones not the Harry Styles sort who are like a bit more liberal and nice but like you know like the like laddie guys wear jeans tighter than their girlfriends now and I remember when uh, skinny jeans like first became a thing in like 2005-ish you know like and I remember wearing buying skinny jeans when there was only one pair of like now <laughs> every skinny jean in top man and top man's not even a thing anymore but every skinny jean is like a skinny jean now but like back in the day where it was like there was once and I was like what the hell is this is this a tie and I, I picked up and I bought it and I remember wearing them and the amount of shit I got for that and like now every boy who bullied me is wearing that so it's like a but at the <laughs> same time it, 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 though I'm angry about that it is I think that like I said the trickle down effect onto kind of like um the rest of society when we see these people in the media like expressing themselves in certain ways it grants us all permission and everyone is the kind of um the patriarchy and the way that like people are um punished for expressing feminine especially men or especially like assigned male at birth people like tr even trans women or whatever the way that we are um persecuted and punished for expressing femininity uh obviously comes from the patriarchy and even men are hurt I think that's what we're understanding is that even men are hurt by the patriarchy and the fact that even now like mannish men blokey guys can dress a certain way it shows that like it's, it's it's testament to that that like the only people holding you back is yourself like you're imprisoned in your own kind of gendered prison like you can you can choose to free yourself from that I thought it was extremely interesting that I read the other week and it was a gay woman saying that she didn't understand why so many gay women dressed in the worst of men's aggressive clothing. 
that they'd chosen to take on the worst attributes of men through what they wore and the way they styled themselves. And I, I think all this, obviously, at London College of Fashion, we're always trying to unpick what clothing says. Yeah. Because when you get up in the morning, whatever you put on, if you leave the house, that is what you're saying to the world. Yeah. So when you look at kind of the guys on Love Island who've had literally everything done that the women have had done <laughs> in the sense of, you know, they'll have Botox, their teeth tapped, their hair coloured, they'll have electrolysis to do their hairline if they don't like it. They will have manicure, pedicure, waxing, etc., etc. Do you think that's good or bad? Um, I think it as much as I'm like trying to like <laughs> suppress how much I hate Love Island and Love Island guys and guys like that in real life. I do think I will hold that back and say I do think it's great that people feel that they can do that if they want to. I think that's what we have to understand. It's not, a, it's not a kind of like how I was saying about like the, the misconception that trans people are trying to like eradicate gender. I think it's great that like people can just do whatever they want. There should be no rule. There should not be a, a one size fits all rule. It should be a, a per person rule. It should be yeah. down to the person. And I think even taking it back to the the thing about what the the lesbian was saying about how some other lesbians dress in kind of taking on the in contrast to the Love Island guys taking on the kind of worst of like men like the like I don't know like track suits and just like get cargo shorts or something I think we have to understand that often like fashion is so much deeper than just aesthetics and as someone who has had to, a really hard go of navigating navigating the world like I I even now to, to this day I still get a lot of crap in the street I get less because of the amount of surgery I've had to kind of make me blend in but um at the start of my transition especially like donning um a tracksuit for example gives me a sense of safety in that it means I can navigate the world in a way that I'm not going to get looked at like if if um lesbians were all to dress in the way that maybe this woman is saying they should dress where whether it's like in a very feminine way they're going to draw more male attention dressing that way not saying that's a good or bad thing but maybe they don't want that maybe they don't maybe then uh, you know there's there's danger that comes with that sexual kind of danger but also just like maybe they don't want the attention maybe there's someone who like as a very anxious person you know like I don't know I just think that people need to understand that like fashion isn't just about aesthetics fashion you can use fashion as a way of kind of granting yourself safety and I definitely do that like when there's days that I'm just like I can't face getting any abuse from the world so I just dress in a way that makes me blend in and goes and I go invisible and I, I literally I blend no one looks at me twice but then if I there's days that I go out and I try a bit harder and I look a bit nicer I get a lot of like catcalling and male attention which is sometimes scary but also like I get sometimes maybe I'll get clocked because like as in people will realize I'm trans because I've drawn the eye because I look stunning and then they're like oh wait that person is not even uh, like I mean like there's that to it as well so I think it's like a two-sided thing like yeah I think it yeah it's two-sided cool because I think that for a lot of people who go into fashion they don't realize how complex it is that they think that by going into fashion it'll be just about what they want it to be about and it isn't yeah. and I think the sort of the, the the final thing I really wanted to talk about and it's not just because of of you and talking to you about it is I'm fascinated by men and the nail varnish thing that I keep noticing guys 
who I suddenly notice that they've got amazing nails, coloured, you know, every treatment in the world. It's a really fabulously subtle kind of nudge to say, I'm at an award ceremony in a dinner suit and I looked up, but here's a little surprise you weren't expecting. And I think nails have become one of those things for a lot of men that's their yeah. kind of subversive statement. That was mine. That was my first thing. That was the first thing I started doing to subvert like my gender and be able to kind of take power over my the way I express myself. I remember in school, like uh, the day I picked up my results, like to the a level or GCSE I can't remember which one and I like painted my nails that when I was holding my I had to do a picture and I got the third best grades in the whole of the school but I had to like hold the picture and it was me with my nails and that that picture was stuck up in the reception and it was in a Catholic all boys school where the, even the teachers were homophobic and they had that picture stuck up because I got good grades and I was it's a way of like subverting it's such a it's a small way it's also something you can hide like you can put like if you're out you can put your sleeve over it and it's a, you can take it off easy like it's a it's I, like the irony that it's like on your fingers and it's almost like a finger up to the world, you know, like there's that to it as well. It's like a, it's quite ironic. And I just think there's a, yeah, for me, I don't know, especially as like my whole campaign was at the start was about nails, like nail transphobia. That's the, what I set up at my, on my final project at LCF, um, where I travel around with a pop-up nail salon of, of offering the public free manicures for the chance to have a chat with a trans person. That's all about nails and like, I, that came from the fact that I understood this about nails and I just I think nails are really having a moment and they've been having a moment for a while now maybe like 10 years I feel like they've been kind of the new thing. I agree and I think it's it's the perfect point to sort of finish on. I think what I hope is that by you talking and explaining so many things I know what I think and I know what a lot of people think, but I think one of the great things is that you have to speak to someone, A, who's been through it and B, who is living it. Yeah. And I think your comment earlier on that a huge amount of the press and a huge amount of what's done is by people who have never actually spoken to anybody trans and haven't actually been with them through things. So I think that's, you know, for me, that was why I wanted to talk to you. The fact that, you know, as an alum of LCF, you carried on working with us on various projects up until just before, I think, COVID. I think the last one we did was like two and a half, three years ago, maybe, that you, you were involved in. So, you know, that's, that's also is that we have a continuity that I've seen for you a lot of the journey, not all the journey, but some of the journey. And with fashion, the idea that a lot of it is also just laid on. It's like booking one larger model in the middle of a show where you've got 22 size zero girls and you think I must have one bigger girl. And it's the same thing with people saying, oh, I think I know about trans and gender blurring. Would you agree? Totally, yeah. I think you really hit the nail on your head when you say about the whole like sitting down and getting to know someone and I think that goes beyond just trans people I think it goes for all different communities if you actually met someone from that community you'd probably have a lot of different opinions about that community and about that person I think with we learn everything we learn about communities from the media from religion from like our peers and our parents you know politicians I think it's really important that we um that we speak, that the conversation is what's needed, for sure. And we've just had a conversation. We so, have. Charlie, thank you so much. I should be grabbing you to chat to us again 
I have absolutely no doubt. But for now, thanks again very much indeed. And take care. Bye. Thank you, Tony.